It's time for Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. The first hour of Sports Time is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Statz-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Welcome in to Sports Time. Bryant Dacus, Brett Norsworthy, Johnny Hill with you for the next three hours as we work our way closer to uh, Tigers back in action uh, in basketball tonight. 7 p.m. tip against Charlotte at home, their first home game uh, since uh, after those two road losses against North Texas and SMU. But like I said, a lot to get to over these next three hours, both here locally and nationally. A a big sports night last night, a big night in college basketball last night. College football, we've got a lot of news coming out. We've got decisions that uh, might be made uh, today in college football. So a lot to get to over these next three hours. But Brett, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing well, Brian. And did you stay up for St. Mary's in San Francisco? I did. I, I stayed up for that one. Um, Game I, ended today, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, like a little after midnight. I think just right after midnight. But I went. I went to sleep right after the game. I mean, it was like I think I went to sleep right when. Their game ended. Like I think it was the same exact time. It looked like a good game. It was a good game. It was a really good game, and uh, you know, kind of weird clock management stuff at the end for uh, for uh, San Francisco. They like were down by like four or five, and let you know fifteen or twenty seconds come off the clock before they fouled with less than a minute left. I didn't really understand that, Um, but no, it was a it was a really fun game. And this back to back coaches at San Francisco is doing it under you. That's where Todd Golden was before. Being hired by Florida, true or false? San Francisco is has been they've been to a Final Four. Oh, Brett, very true, very true. Back to back champions with Bill Russell and yeah. Casey Jones, very true, very yeah, very, very true. true. So no, I mean I'm I'm saying it. I think uh, you know obviously there's going to be a lot of talk about St. Mary's and uh, and Gonzaga in the West Coast Conference tournament, but. And look out for San Francisco on a neutral site, you know, and, uh, you know, some of those long days. I think, you know, they can maybe play upset to one of those teams. It's one of the first fun things I look at. You know, when you get, when you get the bracket in hand mm-hmm. after the big reveal on that Sunday night and all the, and I, I really do, I, I feel sorry for the, a lot of the ESPN analysts, guys and gals having to kind of do their picks that night yeah. really just uh, cold is, yeah. because there, there's no early peak. Uh-uh. I mean, there's not. Mm-hmm. And and they 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 get it when CBS reveals it just yep. like we do because I mean you know the time frame is, is is so tight and and you know they immediately have to you know start you know picking teams to go to the final four and and things like that but it, it, as the night goes on and into the next day I love looking at former champs mm-hmm. versus former champs in the first round oh and, and, yeah. And, and one that always gets people, Wisconsin. Oh, uh, right, right. Like, yeah. like, like, like in 39 or 40, Oregon yeah. in, in oh, yeah. 39 Oregon, or 40. Oregon. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, we're getting closer and closer and you're seeing a lot of these games that we're getting, you know, they're starting to kind of get that feel of end of the season, you know, really tight, really fun games, you know, sh- these shocking upsets. You know, I don't think, you know, I think you could have found people yesterday that said, Oh yeah, Creighton, Creighton will beat UConn tonight, but I don't think anybody saw, uh, them beating them like they did with 14 made threes and just uh, you know from start to finish. I mean, I think I, UConn went on that 7-0 run, but after that, it was all Creighton last night. All, all Creighton. You know, I, I praised UConn yesterday, and, yeah. I, I, and I still will. Absolutely. And I left open that that could be a spot for them to lose last mm-hmm. night, but I don't know that I saw them getting hammered no. like that. 
and and I'll, I'll get to it in my not top story. Danny Hurley flew home as happy as any coach has gotten <laughs> hammered as anybody ever yeah, last night. Yeah, I think you have to. Because today at three o'clock, they were going to regret seeing him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, you are you are absolutely right about that. He does right not... now. There's somebody running a line drill at UConn. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, you know, we talked about uh, Rick Pitino um, a lot yesterday and Monday after his comments over the weekend, and I I think I heard uh, West Virginia has a player from from Iona that uh, played under Rick Pitino last year and he said after their game last night yeah well you know Rick just likes to win you know he's a great guy he loves his players but you know he hates losing more than probably probably anything in his life he hates losing Dan Hurley not far behind him maybe hates losing just as much I think when you take those two coaches I don't know of any two coaches that hate losing more than those two guys hate losing and I'm sure uh next time whether it's today or tomorrow that uh that UConn is out of practice uh, I would not want to be one of those players and Danny Hurley, one year when they were in the AAC, mm-hmm. and a lot of people still, still sat down by the desk, there was a long, long review. <laughs> and a friend, a, friend, a friend of mine texted me and said, if you've ever picked your nose, don't do it right now because the camera's right <laughs> on you. <laughs> Terrible timing for it. Uh-huh. And that night, setting that closely to Danny Hurley, I learned new cuss words. Yes, no, uh, he does not hold his tongue. Brand new ones. Um, he does not censor himself at all. He, he is, could use it as a verb, mm-hmm. adjective. Oh, just, I mean, any creative. I mean, you talk about people that are very gifted, creative writing, uh-huh. making art. Dangling making, participle. Yes, I mean, you know. <laughs> he could do it all. Dan Hurley is very creative when it comes to profanity, and uh, he was. I'm sure he was letting it fly last night during that game. And, and Bobby's just as nuts at Arizona yeah. State, and, no, he, and he was not like that. He, he was an animated player. But he was the calm, cool, Mm. collected coach on the floor, (laughs) born 40, you know, and and was just abused by Christian Leitner as a, as a, as a teammate. But, you know, he, he had to be the calm before, and, you know, he's a lunatic at Uh Arizona State. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least for, for Dan, he's always kind of been a lunatic. I mean, it's, he, he, yeah, he, he was as a, as a player. And I, I think he ran hot that he never got the kind of the better scholarship offers that, kid brother got yeah that's uh you're probably right that's interesting and then i saw an interview with her dad you know legendary high school figure and they they get it honestly (laughs) you know i believe it you know i do not uh, i do not doubt that that is something that runs in the family uh but yeah they hey they've done a great job coaching i mean i know bobby hurley continually uh kind of on that hot seat but has done an all right job at arizona state and then for Dan, I mean, what he has done at UConn over these last handful of years and getting them into a position where I think a lot of people would pick them to uh, to maybe go back-to-back or, or go extremely deep in this tournament after winning it all last year is incredibly impressive. You're going to FedEx Forum tonight, right? I'll be there. That's right. I'm excited. I'm glad you are. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, obviously, want to go see the Tigers, but I also want to get a look at this Charlotte team, uh, a team that I watched a lot last year when they were in Conference USA Got some new pieces, returning only a couple guys, new coach. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited to see these two teams. True or false, Charlotte's been to a Final Four. Ooh, I don't know this one. I'm going to say false. I don't know. Ah, uh, true. Really? 77 with Cornbread wow. Maxwell uh, in Atlanta. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, forgot about old Cornbread. Melvin Watkins uh, was on that team. Mm-hmm. That was the Al McGuire one and only 
national championship for wow. him in 77 in Atlanta. Wow. wow. So, uh, so been to the Final Four. I guess a, a matchup between two former Final Four teams. How That's about right. that? Tigers and uh, 49ers. But no, I am excited about this game. Tonight's going to be interesting. I know uh, we're going to go off. Uh, we're going to you know do our Tiger Bank roll. We're going to go off of six and a half, which is what it just moved to kind of over the last 30 minutes or so. Opened at five and a half. Um, a little surprised Going up. it's that high and that it's moving in the Tigers' direction. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Can the Tigers bounce back after, I mean, really a, a pathetic performance on Sunday? Would you believe SMU's been to a Final Four? Uh, hard to believe. Hard it's to true. Believe. Wow. I so the, the Final Four teams in the AAC, Charlotte, FAU, SMU, Memphis, Temple, mm. and Wichita State. Wow. A group in there. Some that are having success this year, others that are uh, far FAU from. last year. Yeah, FAU last year, and uh, I don't know if they can do that again this year. We'll Who's see, uh, next new out of the AAC to go? Ooh, good question. <laughs> Tough question. Uh, Tulsa's been good historically, but never yeah, to a Final Four. Yeah, not Final Four. Been, I, I saw them in an Elite Eight when Bill Self was coached there, and they – they lost to North Carolina in in Dallas or in Austin rather yeah. in two thousand. Man, I don't know. That's a tough question. Is nobody an option? I don't. I, I have no idea. Maybe I think nobody's safe. Just USF. Throw, mm. uh, maybe throw UAB in there just because I have to put a team. I don't know. And and I I, I mean this lovingly. If they didn't get there with Gene Bartow. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't see another team out of that. Had group, some good runs with Coach Bartow. Had some really good runs, but no, I mean, I don't see any team going to the ECU. Final four. No, no, Tulane. No, Rice. No, no. Texas San Antonio. No, no, no maybe no. Tulsa. Maybe T- Tulsa's probably the leader maybe. in the clubhouse, John. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and historically, a gra- a really sure, great program. Sure, but man, recently it's kind of always in football and in basketball. Tulsa's known who they are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and they know really, really small, small mm-hmm. enrollment, mm-hmm. incredible school. Oh, yeah. One of the great engineering, uh, oil engineering schools right. in the country. Right. Yeah, they do they, got they, a good campus. They do. They they do, Johnny. And, and, and their facilities are nice. Mm-hmm. The the town's into it. Yeah. But they know we're, yeah. not, we're not Final Four. We're not you know college football playoff team. They're middle of the pack. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I won't count any of them out. After seeing FAU's run last year, anybody can go. <laughs> well, I sure didn't see run. that last year. I didn't see that coming at all. I, I, I saw I saw Ole Miss beat FAU last year yes. early in the yes. season in Correct. Oxford. Yeah, and I, 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 I would have bet a lot of money. Neither of those teams are going to a final right. four. <laughs> right? Yes, and uh, one of them did incredible. But uh, no, I mean tonight should be fun. It's a it's a big night. Uh, you know, uh, across the conference in in the American, a lot of games going off tonight. Big night in the SEC as well. A lot of games. I know the big one, Ole Miss and, and Mississippi State later tonight should be a fun one. I do think it's fair in the whole examination that we're doing. Everybody's doing around town. Mm-hmm. Most of it being done out of love, like, and wanting good things for the Memphis Tigers basketball program. I do think there are a couple of of kick points in the Penny Hardaway years. Almost, you know, like if if Tom Brady doesn't have the tuck rule go his Mm -hmm. way. You know, if Vinatieri doesn't drive it through head high right. in the snow against the Raiders, because remember that for the for the Patriots that year, that was not in the AFC Championship game. Right. That got them to the AFC Championship game that Brady got hurt in, yeah. and Bledsoe had to very capably fill in. And there was some question early in Super Bowl week 
of who would start that week, would, would it be Bledsoe or Brady? So kind of using that as the, the, the proverbial sports what-ifs. You know, what, what if what if the Tigers beat Gonzaga mm. uh, a, a few years ago and yeah. get to the Sweet 16? Yeah. What if last year the timeout gets recognized, mm-hmm. yeah. the Tigers win that game, they advance to play fairly Dickinson, <laughs> then then go to Madison Square Garden yep. and set up the game with Tennessee. I don't, I don't know what the – now, I, I know a lot of the Tiger persuasion just automatically puts that in the W column and they would have played Kansas State in the Elite Eight and gone on the Final Four. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not there because no. – in the last 10, Memphis versus Tennessee, it's 5-5. Five, five. Right. So, you know, take out of that whatever you want. But from the Memphis persuasion, the what if is, you know, that not, not getting that call may have, may have stopped a final four run. Yeah. If, if Penny Hardway has a final four run last year, heck, an elite eight run oh, yeah. last year. Absolutely. Then he's he's shielded by all this, mm-hmm. like Eric Mosselman is at, at Arkansas. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right, and you know it's just if those things, if you know something here, something there could have gone differently. We're having completely different discussions about this Tiger team, but instead we're talking about a team that you know makes the NCAA tournament, wins their first game, gets that second round, and then the mm-hmm. next year gets knocked out in the first round, and then this year is looking like they're they're going to miss the tournament entirely. And and so I mean it's just. I hate that that's how it's turned out. I would have loved to be coming off this year, even though this year has certainly not played out to any what anybody thought, but to be saying, well, you know, last year Penny Hardaway took him to the Sweet 16. He took him to the Elite 8. He took him to the Final mm-hmm. Four. And he, you he's, know, he's fine. Insula- he's inoculated from a, a, a lot of this. And, and they can get back to it. But, you know, we're, we're unfortunately not having those discussions. Even this year, and I know some of the wins you could go through and – Maybe, maybe turn some wins into losses, but right. there are a lot of losses that you could fairly. Sure. And I know if's a little kid word. I'm not, I'm not much for ifs right. and shoulda and coulda and woulda and maybe and probably. I'm not much for that. Yeah. But we know when, kind of when we do some of this examination, the kind of the fork in the road, uh, there's, there's a lot of nebulous quality, sure. uh, to, to a season. If just make one more bucket. Yeah. Against South Florida and not have to go through the indignity yeah. of blowing a twenty point lead at home to what and we really thought of South Florida as a lesser then. Yeah, I don't did. think much of them now, <laughs> but we think a little more of them now. Sure, sure. I'm only. I mean, you can go to a, a lot of those. You know, a handful of those games. Uh, during that four-game losing streak, I mean, South Florida, like you said, you make a basket there, you win that game. Tulane, you only lost 81-79. to You make right. a, two more baskets just, there. Just a few plays. And you win. Right. Two plays. 74-71. One or two plays there, you win that game, and now we're just talking. Play, just show up in the first yeah. half yeah. and you win yeah. that game. Make one more basket in that first ten minutes or even yeah. the first half entirely and I you mean, win just, that game. Just have – active blood pressure. Right, right. And so then, instead of talking about four-game losing streak, I mean, the sky's falling, we're talking about one loss at UAB? I mean, that would be completely different, and I think that would lead maybe to to different outcomes against SMU and North Texas. Now, I understand, not super competitive, those, but, you know, maybe guys are more bought in, especially in that SMU game. we got to do it fast. Let's go back to early in the year, because I don't know many wins that you can turn into losses. Mm -hmm. Mizzou on that Friday night, no, one by 15. Mm -hmm. I know down at halftime, but total control of the second half. Uh, And and Mizzou ended up not being very good. Michigan, kind of the same. 
Arkansas game was five, but Memphis right. controlled that game. Sure. Yeah, they did. All, all, all day. Uh-huh. And it was the one day that – no, the Michigan game was the one day that we had the Ashton Hardaway uh-huh. game. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I couldn't turn any of those. VCU in overtime, but I, when you win in overtime on the road, extra five yeah. minutes and you win, I, I think you're better. Yeah. But yeah. I, I could – out of all the games we talked about, that would be the first game that I could – they had a loss. They they had one on the glass. Yeah. I mean, up by the square. Mm-hmm. If it goes in, yeah. layup, they win. That that's the that's the first one. Mm-hmm. I know Vandy was close, but yeah. the proverbial if we played a hundred right. times, right? Yeah, I would still take the Tigers over Vandy. I, I wouldn't change that to a loss at all. No. I mean, SMU in conference. I, but big second half comeback. Big second half comeback. It was kind of buried at halftime. Yeah, they were. And the freak out was starting to happen around time. They controlled were. that second yeah. half. I mean, really, really controlled it. So, you know. Yeah. I would with, say Wichita State yeah, played no, horribly yeah. in the first half at home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that'd be. Uh, so, it, it's not. Now, all those losses. So, it it all sure. kind of falls out, sure. doesn't it? it, sure. it yeah. yeah. It evens I, out. I think baseball is the biggest evening out oh, sport absolutely. out there. Yeah, I, I can't agree with that. Man, yeah. you catch one right, you know, on the barrel, and you just smoke it head high to the center oh, fielder, yeah. and you know, I mean, you can't. And, and then the next day, a bleeder that finds grass and three mm-hmm. runs score. Yep, yep. I mean, it's the the parody in, in baseball is is <laughs> yeah. incredible. But no, you're right, and it's so long it has to even it, out. It has yeah, to. yeah. At some point, it's it got is to long. Out. But you're right. No, I mean, it's I, I think. Hey, baseball. Long you can be there a minute, man. It's <laughs> the longest fifteen months well, in a calendar and, year ever. And, the baseball and season. Johnny, ask you can ask Brad. I mean, it's feels way longer when your team's playing bad. I mean, when when, well, when hey. season's over after the first month. I mean, it's a long season. But right, you had to endure that year last year for the first time in your yeah, life. That's right. That's right. I remember the seventies. Oh, I know. All the seventies were like last year. Yeah. Well, hopefully <laughs> we don't get into a seventies routine and and start having. I, I, I had a friend when I was little ask me, said, how can you be a big fan of that? They don't ever win anything. <laughs> oh, you know, man. he said, you, 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 you saw Gibson at the end. You saw Tough. Brock at the end. Tough. Ugh. Yeah. Well, hopefully they turn around this year and spring training games start tomorrow. We hey, Brent, ESPN. I'm open to I'm recruitment. <laughs> well, Johnny, I mean, we, we got to step up with a big I'm NIL open, bag. I'm I mean, that's all we can do. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll try to get you watching these spring training games and try to sell you on the future. All right, Brent, you warn me. I, I know I'm running long here. We got to get, get to business, but I, you, you warn me. The Major League Baseball uniforms. Brett, they're the, awful. They're the, awful. The, the trousers are almost obscene. They're, they're see-through. <laughs> uh, you can see through them. I mean, I'm seeing more than I want to see. Brett, <laughs> you can see the jersey tucked in through the pants. I ain't talking about not seeing the jersey no. I don't want to see. No. <laughs> I mean, it's, and that's it, – it's crazy. I mean, that – I guess we've had, you know, media days or whatever going on. All these guys are getting videos and pictures. Dude, they put on sliding shorts. Uh, Holy cow. Brett said that. You see – Man. No, Johnny, I'm going to have to show you, you Johnny, pictures. It, it, it's it's some things you don't want to see. Brett said, I'm seeing something I don't want to no, see. No, no. Uh, it's, it's bad. And maybe – I mean, might be what I could have done without for all week. Forget just today what I could have done without. And I don't think season. it's going to do 
there could be some Gatorade bass at the end of games oh, this year. It could oh, go horribly oh, wrong. No, 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 no. <laughs> I saw I saw somebody that said maybe maybe they're doing. Daddy, this what so, is uh, that? So, so I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> uh, someone said maybe they're doing this so that uh, so that all players will start wearing cups again, and then we don't have to we don't have to. Worry well, I got about a cup on now. Why yeah, don't you wear the cup point. if you're playing baseball? <laughs> Great point, Brett. That's really accidents really can happen. Shows yeah, y'all, man. Yeah, that glancing blow in baseball. <laughs> can kill you. That's sure what I mean. Always wear a cup. Oh, man. Well, let me set up today's show before we get to top and not top story of the day. 3.30. We got to talk about the game tonight. Tigers back at home going up against Charlotte. Charlotte coming in. Uh... Tied for second. If the tournament started today, they would be slotted as the uh, three seed, but certainly towards the top of the conference. Tigers uh, around seventh in the conference. We'll talk about tonight's game. Also get to Tiger bankroll. We're going off of six and a half, what it's moved to uh, within the last hour. 345, we'll talk some NBA as uh, games about to get back rolling tomorrow night. Some news going around in the NBA world. Four o'clock, Blake Lovell uh, from the Southeastern Fort team will join us to talk college basketball in the SEC. A big night tonight. Uh, and some interesting games last night. Arkansas gets the season sweep over Texas A&M last night. Um, a, a big win for them on the road. So we'll talk a lot of SEC with Blake. 4.30, we got to talk some college football and college football playoff with the, the new rulings of the 5 and 7. Got to talk about that. Some other college football news coming out today. And we could, um, in the next couple of hours, get even more news in college football. Um, so we'll keep you up to date with all of that. 4.45, big number of the day. 5 o'clock, college back. Basketball with Kevin Sweeney, 5.30. We'll get to what's trending. And at 5.45, we'll wrap up today's show like we always do with Taco Bell Crunch Time. Let me remind you, we're in our family leisure studios where family and fun come together. The floor model sale going on right now at Family Leisure. All floor model patio sets are priced to move. Wicker sofa set under $2,000. Closeout patio cushions as low as $25. Pool tables under $1,500. Theater seating under $2,000. Uh, Four-person hot tubs now under $5,000. Infrared and traditional steam sauna is now 25% off. Get ready for summer and purchase your above-ground pool now to get first in line for installation. And that special financing, it's still available, but only at Family Leisure, 2120 Witten Road, just north of I-40. We are Sports Time, and we're with you until 6 o'clock. Johnny Hill, is he's our producer, Bryant and Brett with you, and we want you to be a part of our show at 901-360-8255. Tiger tips at 7, right? That's right, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock tip. So we're with you until 6, and then you'll have plenty of time to get downtown for Tigers and Charlotte. This hour of our show brought to you every day by Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and online at LexusofMemphis.com. The one and only Lexus dealership in town with great offers on all 2024 models and always special leasing options. Drive in luxury and confidence knowing that every new Lexus comes with complimentary first and second maintenance services. Call them at 901-334-9673. No appointment necessary. But all changes, anything like that, just to get ahead, you can to get in line at Lexus of Memphis. Stop by Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and put yourself in the driver's seat of the all-new 2024 flagship LS500. You'll be looking, you'll be driving in style, driving luxury and confidence, knowing that every new Lexus comes with complimentary first and second maintenance services. When you purchase a Lexus, you get top-of-the-line engineering and design, and they make for the luxury driving experience. Online at LexusOfMemphis.com. Experience amazing. Experience amazing at Lexus of Memphis. 
top story of the day. Well, my top story of the day. The Tigers back in action at home tonight against Charlotte. Charlotte um, has played well, especially in conference play um, and, and certainly close to the top in conference play, I believe. Right now, if the tournament started, they would be the three seed right behind Florida Atlantic. But either way, a top three seed for them if the tournament started today. They've been rolling. They've won three in a row against South Florida a couple weeks ago. They were up by 15 at one point and ended up losing that game, 72-69. to But before that, rattled off a ton of games. Started uh, the season really, really well in conference play, sitting in first place uh, for a while in conference. Started that with a win over Florida Atlantic. But now they come to Memphis, the Tigers, a five-point favor. But it feels like two teams going in opposite directions. We saw what the Tigers put out on the court on Sunday. It really just looked like the players gave up. They didn't care anymore. And now Penny Hardaway is saying that there are going to be hurt feelings, that he's only going to play guys that want to be out there. Will we see that? Will we see a change to the starting lineup? We'll see in a couple of hours. But on the other side, this uh, Charlotte team, it feels like they're playing with nothing to lose. I mean, they're just going out there playing uh, games the right way, just going out there trying to get better. And, you know, they're in their mind... And maybe getting a tournament. And, and, and maybe getting a tournament, but I don't think that's at the front of their mind like like it is for the Tigers. And so I think they're just, yeah. Yeah, just playing carefree. And so uh, it should be a really, really fun game tonight. I think Tigers get back and, and, and win, um, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough tonight for sure. Brian, I know you will. That's my top story as well. I know you will. There's a lot to keep keep an eye on tonight. When we close tonight at five fifty five in Crunch Time, Taco Bell Crunch Time. I mean tonight you, you, you want to watch Charlotte, you want to sit watch the Tigers, you want to watch body language from the Tigers, you want to watch bench comportment out of the Tigers tonight, and to see the discontent or content of the hometown crowd. That game's tonight at FedEx Forum against Charlotte and then on Sunday. We'll be at home, and the following Sunday will be at home. Just three home games left tonight and the next two Sunday afternoons. Charlotte, FAU, UAB. The Tigers are 0-1 against those three teams this year. They're 7-6 and in AAC play. That seventh seed today in the AAC against teams above them in the AAC. They're 1-4 against teams beneath them in the AAC. They are 6-3. and Memphis leads 8-6. All time. There's gonna be a there's gonna be a test on all this math. Uh, <laughs> Memphis leads eight six all time versus the 49ers. 1997, the last Charlotte win in Memphis. Last meeting was New Year's Eve 2011 in Memphis. Tonight is another must win. How many of those have we had this year? Mm. Good question. It's been not a lot. Top story. More than it day. should be. That's for sure. My not top. Been a story. lot of must. And hadn't turned out to be. Good in a lot of those. No, I mean, honestly, Brad, it feels like it's been most of conference play has felt like must-win games, especially when they went on that four-game it, losing streak. It, it, it has felt like a lot of these conference games have been programmed-defining. Yeah, no, it, it really has. And so hopefully uh, maybe the Tigers can make it easy tonight. I wouldn't bet my money on it, though. Uh, my not-top story of the day was just what happened in college basketball last night. A really, really fun night. In college basketball, we had eight straight up upsets against against the spread teams that were underdogs and just came out and flat out won. I think the biggest one that everyone is talking about is Creighton at home over UConn. Just the way they did it, fourteen made threes for that team, just played extremely well, and it was just too much for UConn to handle. Uh, really from start to finish.
finish. Uh, but some other games, we mentioned Arkansas over Texas A&M. They were 12.5-point underdog in that game, but they go out and get the win. Another game, it wasn't an upset, but another fun game, uh, BYU and Baylor. Uh, BYU at home, a slight favorite in that game. They get the win. Uh, they also made 14 threes in that game. And uh, center Ali Khalifa, who transferred to BYU from Charlotte, one of my favorite players for that team last year, and a guy that I tried to spread the word on, tried to pray and pray that Memphis would go out and get him. Um, he's had some trouble at BYU trying to get acclimated, but a massive game for him. The big man, the big center, 14.7 rebounds, 7 assists, and 0 turnovers for him. So a good game for him and a good win for BYU at home. True or false, BYU's never been to a Final Four. True. False. Johnny's right. True. <laughs> rats, rats, rats. rats. B- BYU and Alabama are way up there in those wow. in teams that have gotten a lot of bids to the tournament to never make it to a mm-hmm. Final Four. My not top story, you mentioned it. And yesterday I was extolling UConn saying everything goes through them. It still does. But last night, as Danny Hurley put it, uh, they ran into a buzzsaw. They got smoked. But I'll bet you deep down he loved every second of it. <laughs> His players won't love today and tomorrow at Ew. practice. But it'll be good for them at the end during one shining moment. If they have it, they'll look back as at that game kind of reset them. Mm-hmm. You know, coaches like that. But the rest oh, yeah. of the, but, but but the rest of UConn's schedule it has two more tough road games at Marquette and at Providence. And then listen to this for them: Madison Square Garden for Big East, Pot pod into Barclays in Brooklyn, and then regional in Boston, and then Final Four in in Glendale, Arizona, outside of Phoenix. Uh, it still all goes through them. Feels like it, especially with that uh, kind of almost feels like home court advantage for them playing in that in, in kind of that same. That's region. as cozy as it gets. It sure isn't does. It? it sure does. And you're right. I'm I'm kind of one of those people that I don't want a team going into the NCAA tournament being super red hot. You know, drop a game, let them reset, realize that they're beatable, and uh, and then go go out and and do your thing. So I I kind of like this loss for UConn. I've told the story a million times over there. I'm going to tell it again. 1994 SEC basketball tournament in Memphis, and Kentucky and Arkansas played a classic semifinal game yeah. on Saturday. Winner goes to the finals. Right. Kentucky did. Uh, in the back area with some other people, Nolan Richardson said, well, i got to go here and cuss my team out. But he said, thank God we lost. We can go home today, watch the selection show Great. tomorrow at my house, and, and, and get on a run. That's they got awesome. on a run and won it all. Wow, that's incredible. So, see, I mean, sometimes resetting is good. But I'll do it for top and not top story of the day. Let's go ahead and get to our first break. When we come back, we'll talk more about the Tigers game tonight against Charlotte. We'll also make our picks during Tiger Bankroll. We'll do that next on Sports Time. Add a little fun to your lunch break. Join Johnny Radio for Sports 56 Happy Hour from 11 to 1 every weekday on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Statz-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Welcome back into Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you and the Tigers. They're back in action tonight against Charlotte. Brett, I got to know. 
Penny Hardaway said, I'm going to play the guys that want to be out there, the guys that care. He even went and said they got to care about this team, this city, this university. Do you think we see a change tonight in the starting lineup? I do, and we'll see how long it holds. Now, now that's the real question. That, that is, and all of us, I, I think most everybody – has a, a respect for him mm-hmm. and respect for authority and respect for a coach. Sure. I'm almost always going to side with the coach of I'm I'm not playing a guy. He mm-hmm. won't hustle. He won't listen. Yep. He's not a team guy. He he's going to sit and watch. I I will support that every time. Yep. Yes, yes. M- m- most will. Mm-hmm. Most will. Absolutely. Until you're down 15, playing the the hustling, showing mm-hmm. up on time. That's not as talented as the disengaged right. guy. Right, right, and that's see what that's what I have been worried about this whole time. Is what does tonight look like if you you know you're down by ten, 10. maybe, and you're you're running out the guys that care, and then right. people are saying, well, if we had these guys out and there, he may care, but he can't score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All he can do is pass. Mm, he, he, all he can do is care. Yeah, all he can do is care. And 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 that's worth a lot, and it should mm-hmm. be rewarded. But it doesn't put any points on the board. Well, and I think another thing, and, I, and I've seen a lot of people that are frustrated by this, but I don't think a starting lineup change means much if you're just going to sub a minute and a half into the game. I mean, if you're Like running, the Rice starting lineup. Right. I mean, Rice, you saw that. You saw it uh, on, on Saturday against SMU, Wichita yeah. State. You saw I mean, he's done it a lot lately, and I just mm-hmm. don't under, understand. I mean, it seems like oh, he's, he's tried every motivation yeah. we can think of, and I bet a lot that we don't know sure. about oh, that, that I would defend him on. Absolutely. It just doesn't seem like anything's working. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really interested to see what that starting lineup looks like. And, and you know, uh, another thing that's happened with Coach Penny Hardaway when yesterday when I was talking about all the Tiger coaches in their sixth year. Yeah. And I mentioned that Coach Larry Finch in his sixth year, he went to Elite Eight sure. with a guy named Penny Hardaway. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if the next Penny Hardaway could walk in the door and play for Coach Penny Hardaway, it'd be great. <laughs> it, it'd probably be a plus. Yeah. Plus four improvement in our yeah. minimum in, in wins and losses and all the superstars. And he was, he was a superstar mm-hmm. and the knock on them becoming the great coach mm-hmm. is that, you know, they don't, they don't have that. They, they didn't have that ragamuffin upbringing. Right. It, they, they made it look easy because they were that different. We hear, we hear people talk about Coach Hardaway being different. Mm-hmm. And I've said it's why he's not going to be fired. He shouldn't be fired. Right. And, and he is different. He is bigger than the program. He's Penny Hardaway mm-hmm. in Memphis, Tennessee. If, if I've got to explain that to you, then I got to explain a lot to you and I don't have time to. <laughs> and, 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 but a lot of, a lot of the, the star players, they sometimes don't translate into great coaching mm-hmm. because, you know, just come off that pick and roll and you pull up and knock down that 16 foot jump shot. Yeah. Coach, I, I don't have those abilities. Right. I can't right. do that. Right. I'm not you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and that's what you hear about a lot of, of great players that, that get into coaching is it's, it's just hard for them to try to, teach and explain these things because it comes so naturally to them and, and Penny Hardaway certainly one of those guys that it feels like the game came pretty naturally to him and, and, and he certainly had a gift when it came to playing basketball. Do you remember that five minutes George Brett was the hitting coach for the Kansas City Royals a few years I, ago? I do, yes. I, I, five minutes will about get it. Yeah. It drove him crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, it, 
It's how it goes. You, I mean, you, you get you get in the hole O two, dig in and yes. and and foul some balls off. Yes. Take you know and, and have a sharp eye. Wait till he groups you something. And I don't blame these coaches, whether it's basketball or, or baseball or any sport, that get frustrated. I mean, I'm sure if if something came that easy to me and I was trying to explain it to somebody and they just continued to do something different that I was explaining and were saying, I, I don't understand what you're telling me, sure, that would be frustrating. I'm sure I, I would probably want to, to leave my job. But uh, but no, I mean, it's, uh, it's going to be and, interesting and, tonight. And th- this is not a shot. This is not. No. It's, just, it, it, it's a part of the... The whole the, mm-hmm. the 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 vacant part of the resume yeah. of Coach Hardaway, where a lot of star players learn about the not so gifted, not so talented, that right. ragamuffin player mm-hmm. that's playing as hard as he can, but he's averaging two points and an assist for a reason. Right. You learn that in the assistant process, mm-hmm. uh, like like Larry Finch had to learn it. Yeah. Larry Finch was as big a star for. Memphis State University, as Penny Hardaway was, right. and he had to learn it at Richland Junior High and on the on the bench for Coach Gene Bartow at UAB, and then right. to Memphis for Coach Dana Kirk on his staff. He had he had to learn that he had to learn mm-hmm. the the bus rides and the recruiting and the evaluation. And Coach Hardaway never had that in his his right. coaching background. No, that's a that's a really good point, and. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens tonight for uh, for the Tigers in in a game that I don't know about you, Brett. I'm certainly surprised that it's moved to six and a half. I was kind of surprised too. that it opened at five and a half. I I was too. What does Vegas know? Yeah. And, and 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 Brian, I, I I didn't loudly. I didn't. I, I was mostly open to amenable far. What all, everything that went down with Tubby Smith and, and Penny Hardaway, mm-hmm. you know, on the whole, you know, you, you, you can't do a almost. He's not in the Hall of Fame, but Tubby Smith probably will. Mm-hmm. You can't do a Hall of Fame coach like that. Well, yeah, you can. Uh, if you if you got a, if if you got a good plan, a plan that will will sell a lot of tickets, and you think will have a lot of enthusiasm for the program, yet yes, you can because mm-hmm. really Memphis owe, owe, didn't owe him any in, anything. They 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 paid the out years on the contract. Right. They paid him every dime he was he was financially due, and it, but at that time I I tried I and some others tried to raise the vacuum in in the in Coach Hardaway's background in, in in the resume and you know it was and we were told that you know he's going to go recruit and sign the guys that are going to be one and done that changed on him yeah and th- that dynamic in college basketball changed and now we're kind of here at this place where he wants to go with you know with veteran players a lot of players that have played at three uh, late yeah no you're right i mean and, and that's Oh, he kind of got thrown into a a college basketball world that was one way when he when he first got the job and has changed so much in the so in the much. very few, you know limited time he's been here and and I mean, he's he didn't to, he didn't see G Lee no no as, as I mean, that that was the type of guys that people found yeah then no you're right and I mean that was I remember what his second 
class, I think, was when G League Ignite had their first team and, and you know, had a, was in on a couple of guys that went G League Ignite. Same thing, you know, the next year. There's been a couple of years where he's been mm-hmm. in on guys that went G League Ignite. So it's it's completely different, and I think he's still trying to adjust of how to build the, the right roster for what he's looking to do. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously he's going to have to replace a handful of guys again this next offseason. We'll see how he does it. The Tigers... Are sick tonight after being six and a half point favorites. That's what they were at home against Tulane that at Temple. So the last time they've been six and a half point favorite, uh, they got there in in, in both games. Johnny, you've won eight straight mm. to get to ten seventy five for the year. Before <laughs> the start of this eight straight, you were down to five eighty five in cash after starting. With the thousand dollars we have in everybody's account, you're now at ten seventy five, fifteen and eleven on the year. What team and how much? Well, man, I'm going with my heart over my head, man. I'm going with the Tigers for seventy five. Mm. Okay, seventy five. If if you win, you're you're down to where we started way back in November. Mm. One grande. <laughs> wow. Hopefully, I can get back. <laughs> Brian, I'm I'm 15 and 11 on yeah. the year. I've won seven of the last nine. I won Sunday $25 to get to 1500, starting at a thousand. So a 50% return on the cash so far this year for everybody investing with me. I know there are millions out there. Sure. I take Charlotte tonight for 40 plus the six and a half. Oh man! So um, no group lock. No group lock. Um, I kind of assumed we'd have a group lock. Johnny kind of threw a wrench into that, and I was feeling originally that I would need to go whatever y'all group locked on. I was going to have to go the other way because I got to start making up ground, and the yeah. only way I can do yeah, that you're, you're, in, you're in scramble I, mode. I am, and so now <laughs> I just have to pick a side. Uh, and so um, based on recent results, I'm going to have to go with Charlotte as well, plus the six and a half. Oh man, I'll go fifty. Uh, I mean, I really don't know what to do with this team anymore because I, I, I mean, they they come out on Sunday, they don't give any effort, um, but you know, at home they could go out there and and win by double digits. I just I don't know what to think about this team anymore. And, and here's the difference between this time, between now and this time last year, mm-hmm. we knew the Tigers were going to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, yeah, and we, we were kind of thinking, we were kind of thinking. At least two in the tournament, uh-huh. so you had to hold some cash back sure. to play that, yeah. and probably thought at least a Sunday mm-hmm. down at AAC at Dickey's Arena, and they did. So you had to hold cash back there. So we don't know whether to empty the wallet out or not because we know Sunday afternoon, March ninth, is the last regular season game. Yeah, yeah. Are they good for one, two, three at Dickey's Arena? One, two in the NIT. I, I don't. I mean, Brad. I, I you don't, don't know, know what to do with this team. I don't know what to do with the season. I don't know what to do with my bankroll. <laughs> I, I just don't know what to do. And, and on that, I don't note, either. On that note, I think I need uh, a break. But, I, but, I, but I, I do. I do want to say, regardless of how this year ends, if it's not in the NC tournament, I, I, I don't think the season should go past that. If it's NIT. Mm. The university should turn it down and move on and get them next year. Yeah, well, it's starting to look like unless uh, unless they they win the conference tournament, they're going to have to make that decision because it, it does not look like they can play their way back into the NCAA tournament without going and winning that conference tournament. But we'll see what they can do tonight. A win um, would certainly be the first step in that direction. But let's go ahead and get to a break. And when we come back, we'll talk some NBA. 
Join the voice of the Tigers, Dave Woloshin, for Wolo and Friends. Weekday mornings from 10 to 11, here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Statz-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Welcome back into Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you and uh, talked a lot of college basketball, a lot about the Tigers to start the show. But Brett, tomorrow night, NBA is back um, from the uh, All-Star weekend and Grizzlies don't play till Friday. They'll have that first night off. Um, but we have a lot of games tomorrow night. I'm curious for you, what, what is something you're going to be keeping an eye on uh, kind of post-All-Star break to the end of the season? The, the the stretch run and it's not that long. I mean, we're we're yeah. in the we're at the three quarter pole, almost three quarter pole, and and down the stretch they come in the West, the the jockeying for playoff seating, and we know how important it is. I think Denver needs it to get back to a Western Conference championship. Yeah. They 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 need to be the 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 one or the two. Oklahoma City is it a is it a year too soon? Are they are they is it really their time? Yeah. And, and, and the other teams, the West, of, of course, the, the Lakers, uh, a full schedule tomorrow night and a, a full one Friday night when the Grizzlies play downtown. Yeah, some really good games and, uh, you know, kind of getting it started off with a, with a bunch of games tomorrow night. You know, you mentioned both the Clippers and the Thunder. That's going to be a big game tomorrow night um, to start this. And, you know, you mentioned the, the Nuggets, and I think, uh, you know, that's a team when we are talking to Keith Smith about, you know, what team – really needed the all-star break. And I think the the first answer is probably the New York Knicks with all of the injuries they've had and stuff like that. You know, they needed some time off, try to get some guys healthy, try to regroup. But I think the Denver Nuggets were right there. They had lost three straight going into the all-star break. They had been um, dealing with a couple of minor injuries on their roster. And so I think they really needed that. And I'm curious to see how they start um, this kind of last stretch of the season. And it's, it's you know, it's not going to be easy for them. And, uh, you know, with a lot of seeing a lot of Western Conference teams down the stretch, but you know they start off with the Wizards and the Trailblazers, but then after that, you know Warriors, Kings, Heat, Lakers, Suns. I mean, it's not going to be easy for them. Adam Silver's catching it from a lot of people right now over the All Star Weekend, All Star Game. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't think that's what he wanted. No. But we, you have to recognize the the things he's he's done very well. And one of it, one of them is the the play in tournament. Yeah. The idea of that first night of the play-in tournament, and it, this is how it would fall right now, Lakers at home against Golden State, Whoa. loser goes home. Whoa. I mean, that would be – that, Brett, that is a matchup that even when whoever was pitching this idea for the NBA, when they were all sitting around a table and said, let's, let's make a play-in tournament, think about what we could have. Nobody put up, oh, we could maybe get Warriors versus Lakers with Steph yeah. and his group going up against now, LeBron now, James in a play-in game. Now help me on, on, on seating in the West. Seven and eight play, and mm-hmm. whomever wins that will be designated the seven, right? Correct. correct. No matter what, one, one shot. Mm-hmm. And nine and ten play, and one is eliminated, yep. right? One's eliminated, one and, goes and plays the and then, team remaining. Right. So, I so mean. One shot deal. That, that would be. On a Tuesday night in late April, or mid-April, uh, 
I think would they like that, or would you rather have them around for seven game series? Well, that's a. I mean, that's a good question because it might be the the short sighted answer might be get them in that one. Neither can get there. No, 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 neither can get there. Lakers right now three back in the loss column, uh, as well as Golden State to Sacramento. Far they. Yeah, they, neither one of them can get guaranteed. No, no, in a, in a best so, of seven. I think when you're looking at where they are right now and knowing that neither of them can get that high in the conference, I think you're popping champagne in the NBA headquarters, saying this is the match that we get a winner go home. Got to take it. Yeah, I mean that is that that's that's pretty good. That's almost as good as it gets. But you know, for here locally, I'm you know, I'm excited to see this this final stretch for the uh, the Grizzlies. I'm curious for you because we had this discussion with DeMichael Cole on Monday. Because I know he was telling us his opinion on it. His colleague at um, at the Commercial Appeal, Mark Giannato, has a very different outlook on it. Uh, Mark Giannato wrote a story saying that um, the Grizzlies should should rest their guys. The guys that are out should not come back. Um, talking about Brandon Clark, talking about um, Desmond Bain, um, and Michael Cole says that they need to play. That he thinks these guys like Vince Williams Jr., um, Gigi Jackson need to get adapted to playing with guys like Desmond Bain, Brandon Clark, because those are going to be the guys they're playing with next year. What What's your opinion on these guys coming back from injuries, and should they play? Should they not play? I think I could. Mostly intelligently argue both sides. Yeah. So I'm not saying either DeMichael or Mark are, are, are wrong. Yeah. I would play the safe game. I, so I guess I would yield to Mark, mm-hmm. the, the calmness over DeMichael, the, the beat guy, because we know what they can do. Yeah. And we know that do they really need it for shape? Do they really? Mm-hmm. And the, the second guessing, the, yeah. The, the backseat driving if somebody got hurt. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, it's, it's interesting because like you said, I could argue both sides. I could, you know, I could wake up tomorrow and be on the completely opposite side of my I could argue the fans deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a bunch of hard working, big money spent. Mm -hmm. The fans could deserve it. Yeah. I I wasn't going to say this. I'm going to get in trouble doing it. I'm going to get in trouble doing it. There's so many players hurt for the Grizzlies Mm -hmm. that when you look down in that bench area, that's all you see. Oh, no, you're right about that. And they all want to stand the whole game and be super cheerleader yeah. t- team support. Yes. If I'm those people by paying that big money right behind a bunch of seven-footers standing mm-hmm. up, sit down. I came to watch the game. Yeah. And extremely bad look seeing Jake LaRavia like he's one of the guys mm. out there cheering. Jaws got that gravitas. Desmond Baines got it. Marcus Smart's got mm-hmm. it. Jake, sit down. Yeah, I said it. I'm with you on that. I mean, you, one guy sticks out like a sore thumb when it comes to all of the superstars that are out for this Grizzlies team, and it's Jake LaRavia. But it's going to be fun to get the NBA back rolling. I'm excited um, to see what the Grizzlies do down the stretch to wrap up this season. But we need to get to a break, and when we come back, we're talking some SEC basketball with Blake Lovell.